episode of the podcast. It is a beautiful Sunday at the moment and I'm feeling very, very chill and very, very relaxed. So I'm hoping that those vibes come through the headphones for you (laughs) and you feel them throughout this podcast. Um, But yeah, no, having a really, really lovely day um, and excited to bring you this week's episode. So Firstly, I'll just start off with three things that I'm grateful for. Definitely just, I'm grateful for Sundays. I'm grateful for just like chill vibes and the winter sun at the moment. And um, the third thing that I am grateful for, probably random one. I feel like they're always food related though, but my oats at the moment for breakfast are just slaying. They're just so good. So (laughs) that will be my third thing. Um, what I, the topic I wanted to bring to you today is actually one that I'm about to bring to my Instagram as like a post, but I thought I have a little bit more to say to this and I thought it would make a really, really good podcast episode, especially because what I'm bringing to you, I feel like can be very, very relatable and something that probably potentially a lot of people kind of, um, have to work through. So I thought it would be a really good one to bring forward. So the, the podcast episode I want to bring to you today was signs that you're limiting your self-expression. So I'm going to unpack that. I'm going to unpack why we do, why we might limit our self-expression. I'm going to obviously touch on the signs that, that may show that, you know, you have some limiting beliefs and conditioning around your authentic full expression and therefore you're limiting that or you're holding yourself back from doing, you know, everything that you actually want to or being everything that you want to and all the things. And there's a level of like fear and discomfort in doing so. Um, and then obviously I'm going to like give my advice on, on that topic and what ways to work through it, ways I've worked through it and things like that. So that's what we're going to do. All right. I've got my tea here. I'm feeling very like a little bit low energy from my chillness. And I think I'm about to, it's about to be my time of the month. I'm about to get my period. So like energy's at its lowest. Um, if you want to know more about that, I did a podcast episode on it a few weeks ago. Um, anyway, so yeah, firstly, I wanted to go into why we might limit our own self-expression. So what I wanted to dig into a little bit is when we're growing up and things like that, we, we learn how we fit in. Um, we learn how we fit in with our family, with our community, within our schools, within our friend groups. We learn the characteristics and the things that we're known for and we're accepted for and that we're loved for, okay? And, you know, this is, I suppose, what we feel comfortable to be because that's how we know we fit in and to fit in is to be safe. So, you know, a lot of what I talk about it, it always comes back to, you know, the fact that at our root, survival is, you know, the most important thing to us and it actually drives a lot of our behavior and things like that so you know if you bring it back to that it's actually a safety mechanism is to fit in and is to alter your behavior and things like that to fit in and to mirror those around you and and mirror that what makes other people feel comfortable what matches the beliefs and behaviors of everyone that you spend the most time with and things like that so we might limit our full expression and how, you know, what we actually want to do might be different to what we are actually doing because of this, because we have this strong drive 
to do what everyone else is doing, to do what, you know, makes everyone else feel comfortable, you know, that kind of agrees with everyone else around you and things like that. It's a really, really strong drive. And even just being aware of that is is really life-changing stuff. Like just having the awareness is a really huge piece of this where you can actually see that there's more driving your behavior than you think. Like there's, it's so deep under there. And when it's such a deep rooted thing, like our, our survival, I guess, instinct is so strong that it's going to manipulate how we often see things as well. So we don't even often see what we actually need to see. And I suppose we don't see, we often don't see what we want to see. We see what our brain thinks we need to see. So that's where I'm going to start with there. And I also just want to dig into as well, like how we have grown up to view and perceive others, especially like how people around you as you've grown up, so your parents or your family, community, whatever, how they've viewed and perceived others' self-expression as well is also going to dictate how you also express yourself. Um, For example, if you've grown up in, you know, a humble family um, that you know, didn't have a lot of money or whatever it might be. And, you know, quite often it's a a bit of a common thing that it's like to see money. People with money is that they're lucky or greedy or whatever it is. So then in turn, you carry on that belief and then you see people like that. So obviously you're in turn not going to want to, I guess, have, or even confidence is a good one. Actually, a lot of people struggle to see people especially it's like a, a, a bit of a thing in Australia I think tall poppy syndrome where it's like you know don't act too confident don't you know talk about your achievements and things like that because it comes across quote unquote arrogant you know so we have a bit of a thing about being confident where it's like we feel adverse to being confident we see being confident as being bad and we associate it with arrogance so hence we aren't going to want to show up confidently because we don't want people to think that about us and then not like us. Does that make sense? So there are just a couple reasons that, you know, signs that or reasons why you might be limiting your self-expression, you know, and it's just knowing that it's deeper than you, like it's deeper than just what you're consciously thinking. It's actually, it's so much deeper than that. And it's, it's driven. Our human behavior is driven by our survival instinct. And it's so strong, which is a positive thing. Like that's how we've stayed alive for so long, but it's just being aware of that is already going to change the game. So some signs, I feel like this is going to be a quick little episode. Some signs that, you know, maybe you're limiting your self-expression and I've probably just pulled these a lot from personal experience and what I was like, but I'm interested to know if anyone else relates. So My first one is social media. I feel like social media is a really good mirror for this because now that social media is a thing, it's just another form of self-expression and it's another way of showing up. And, you know, I just know personally from experience, I used to really struggle to post on social media. I would get really, really anxious to do so. Um, And there's a really interesting learning point in this actually where it's like, yeah, I used to get really, really, really nervous to post on Instagram. I used to really overthink the caption and how it would be received and what it would mean and what it would make it mean about me and what I'm showing up as and what that might look like and all the things. 
and then I would post it I would be so anxious and my heart would be like thumping and it was just a whole thing right and obviously this was kind of threatening a concept of self where I was like oh I'm pretty like I fly under the radar I'm not really out there I'm very like laid back easygoing like it was just the way I identified and and obviously believed that I fit in and what I'm known for and whatnot so I felt very challenged in those moments and what is interesting is now I don't have that at all like obviously like I post nearly every single day I'm posting on my stories every single day and it's not a thing like I don't have any nerves I don't have any of those physiological things I don't have any of those thoughts when I post now and that's that's growth like that's just a prime example of the growth there and it's the prime example of me building safety in doing so right it's me doing it over and over and learning that it's safe to do so and I didn't die (laughs) um so yeah my first sign might be that you know whether it's social media you get really nervous to post you know or you overthink your post what it might mean about you and things like that like you're questioning that and it's feeling really edgy to post something whether it's post something at all or whether it's to post something different or whether it's what you're going to write about it you're like you go to write something and then you second guess it and then you're changing it I would just get curious as to what you're making these things mean and what form of expression that you're showing in that moment that you're then shaming yourself for and not feeling safe to do so. Because it is in those moments that you're limiting your self-expression, right? Because you're going to post something, you're going to share something with your followers and with the people in your Instagram world and things like that, right? So you're expressing yourself. But if you're kind of go to do it and then you second guess yourself and then you're questioning it and all the things, that that's a pretty big sign that you are limiting your self-expression there because you want to you want to do it right if no one if there were no followers and you're just posting out to the like to nothing to no one purely because you just wanted to express it and you this was your creative outlet and you wanted to you wanted to show you know I guess you wanted to be creative in that way I feel like like social media is so good for that to be creative and you know express parts of you that you want to express and you know all the things it's your brand it's your way of communicating yourself to the world so if there was no one on the other end what how would you do it you know what I mean so the fact that you're that it's like you're second guessing it and you're changing your mind or you're changing it up or you're making it seem more like digestible or whatever it is that's it that's a sign that you're limiting your self-expression right you're worried about how you'll be received rather than just thinking about how you want to express yourself in that moment and I guess another little point I just want to touch on there is like people may may actually receive it the wrong way but you're never going to go through your life being completely digestible by every single person and like not every single person's going to agree with you. Not every single person's going to love you and all the things we need to just like swallow that pill and get it done. Like get that done, swallow that pill and move on. Um, so yeah, my next one was, yeah, rewriting captions, rewriting text messages, rewriting emails, whatever it is. You know, when you go to write something and then you just like second guess it and you delete it and then you write it again and then you're really overthinking it and things like that. I would say that's another really big sign another good one I reckon is when you want to wear something different so maybe you buy something different or maybe you wear your makeup a little bit different like if you're a girl or you know maybe it's wearing your hair a bit different maybe it's just showing up a little bit different maybe it's doing something new you know whatever it is 
and then you stress about that you worry about what other people are going to think or you get so close to doing it and then you end up like say the clothes example you go to wear it and then you're like no I'm not going to when you go to the trusty old like what you know you wear all the time you know it's those sort of things where it's like you want to express yourself a certain way and then you feel edgy it feels edgy and it feels too uncomfortable and you're too worried about what other people are going to think so you don't do it right again the way we express ourselves in the world the way that the clothes that we wear you know the way that we wear our hair the way that we do our makeup the way that you know whatever the way that you show up in the world is a form of self-expression right and you know the way that you do it the way you look while you're doing it and all the things are forms of self-expression so if you feel the nudge and you want to do that it's something that you want and it's a way you want to express yourself that feels expresses your personality and your interests and your style and what you like and things like that but then you second guess it and you back out of it and then you go to the trusty old what you know is accepted and the version of you that you know is safe again you're limiting your self-expression you're limiting your full expression you're limiting your full authentic self and you don't obviously feel safe being your full authentic self in all aspects of that And I think even another like good conversation to go into here is like it's a really big one where people cling to one or the other like a black and white world right so a good example might be if you're more tomboyish you know you're more like natural girly you know not into makeup and things like that it's often really edgy for those girls and like I know this from um, personal experience to show up more girly and to wear the dress to wear the makeup to wear the hair out whatever it is because we cling to that you can not be both we cling to this idea that you can't be both feminine masculine that you can't be both um edgy and mainstream that you can't be both um what's another one like hippie and mainstream or boho mainstream like whatever it is like we we put ourselves in this tiny one little box of who we're accepted by and we think well I can't be this you know if I've shown up I can't be a tomboy natural girly if I've worn a pink dress this day you know where it's like it actually all can exist and that's so okay and it doesn't have to mean anything we're literally these fluid beings and you can express yourself however the hell you want to and you can be both you know you can be both if you want to you can express both it's actually really healthy right things exist on a spectrum where it's like you can have a bit of everything right and you're actually just limiting the expression of something by just assigning yourself just one like one form of expression I suppose right like it's I guess the feminine masculine conversation is it's not one box masculine one box feminine it's it it can be a spectrum right where it's like you can say masculine a certain level of masculinity is a certain level of femininity where it's like I'm trying to I don't know how to explain this um like I guess you could say a certain level of masculinity is a certain level of not femininity does that make sense so it might be 80% masculine 20% feminine does that make sense so you know I think that's just a good conversation to come into as well because I feel like that can be a thing where it's like I can't be this if I wear this or you know I can't be you know this if I do this and whatever so I just think that's another good one where it's like we go to do something new wear something new do something different or whatever and then we we back out because 
it feels too edgy. It feels like not us. It feels like it's going to draw attention, feel like people are going to say things, whatever it might be. And then my last one, which I feel like is a really, really good one, is closet hobbies slash interests. So it's like things that you love that you might even be passionate about, things that, you know, you do in your spare time that no one else knows about or, you know, just the close people around you know about that you don't really share to the world and things like that. Again, that's a limit of your self-expression. If, you, if you're not expressing what you love, you know, what are you making it mean about you, right? So I, like another example, just to, I guess, bring it back to myself is literally this mindset stuff, mindset manifesting and things like that. That was a closet hobby. That was a closet interest of mine, right? No one else really knew about it except for those close to me. Like that was it, you know, no one else knew, but like, look at the part of myself that I was suppressing in that moment by not doing that, right? By just keeping that in the tiny little confined little box for no one else to know. So I think that's just another really good indicator of maybe you're limiting your self-expression and I would just get curious as, you know, what's the thing that you love that you're not telling anyone about and what are you making that mean about you? So for example, myself, the mindset, psychology, manifesty stuff, I was probably making that mean that I um, was, what was I making it mean? Probably more like high maintenance, not laid back. Like I was probably... It probably made me feel that way where I was a bit more high maintenance when I had, I guess, identified as being so laid back, cruisy, whatever. Like that doesn't really align, I suppose. Like in my head, it didn't align with someone that's like manifesting and like doing the things to go after the life that they want, right? Because when I would think laid back, I would think, oh yeah, whatever, life's easy. Like I'll do whatever, you know what I mean? So I was really struggling to show that part of myself to the world so I was limiting that form of expression right I was I was limiting that part of myself so that was my last sign that you may be limiting your self-expression um or your full expression you know your full authentic self and things like that Um, And my advice for working through this is firstly, just the awareness to start with, like awareness is literally the first thing. And if you don't have the awareness, then you're just not going to see it Um, because our beliefs and the way we see the world is so strong, you know, so if you don't see it as limiting your self-expression, you're not going to see it as limiting your self-expression. But if you actually have the awareness where it's like, well, hold on, in that moment, I wanted to do that. In that moment, I wanted to share that, but I didn't. What is that? Like, that's interesting. Like, actually just having that moment of that's interesting, you know, and not being so heavily influenced by your story of why you can't do it. Um, My second point is observing the human part of you. Like I said, there's a reason we do this. There's a reason we struggle to, you know, fully express ourselves. And it's because of the conditioning and it's because of how we've learned to fit in. And it's a survival instinct. So, in those moments where you want to do something different, you want to wear something different, you want to show up, you want to share a passion, you want to whatever it is and it feels edgy, observe the human part of you. Actually observe the fact that you're having a human moment and there's a survival instinct at play in this moment and that's why you feel that way. Like just observe that and let that exist. It's not a problem, right? It's your body and it's your human brain doing its thing, which is great. We love that. 
Um, so just acknowledge that that's going to be the cause of the discomfort and it will feel uncomfortable, right? That's fine, right? That means that you're growing your comfort zone, right? That means you're creating new levels of safety in your full expression, right? Um, so then my second last point is just giving yourself the opportunity Oh, sorry, this is my last point, actually. Giving yourself the opportunity to create new evidence, right? So in those moments where you've had the awareness, you're observing the human part of you, right? You're acknowledging the discomfort and what's going on in your human body and brain in that moment. Then it's choosing, you know what? I'm going to still do it. I'm going to still do it. And I'm actually going to create the evidence to that I can do it. And it is safe and I do fit in and I do feel loved for being this version of myself also, right? It's giving yourself the opportunity to do that. And I think the the Instagram one is a really good example of that because, you know, a couple years ago, probably a year and a half ago, I felt nervous and I had a whole physiological reaction to posting on Instagram. Now I have a hundred and like four posts and I post pretty much every day and it's not a thing. Why? Because I did it over and over and I created all this evidence in my brain of all these experiences and times that I did it and nothing bad happened, right? And that I still fit in. Nothing changed and I didn't die. So that would be my last point is just give yourself the opportunity to create that new evidence. So we're going to wrap it up there. Nice, short and sweet one. It's funny, I've kind of been out of breath today. (laughs) Um, But yeah, nice, short and sweet one. Um, I just, yeah, really wanted to touch on it and I'm interested to see what everyone thinks and if anyone else relates and hopefully it it helps some people in just showing up a little bit more them and just going after and doing the things that they want because it's like this life is like a canvas that you get to make all the memories you want and be the character that you want to be in it. So go out and start doing that. Create the evidence and it doesn't have to be as big of a deal as your brain is making it out to be. Just know that it's doing its job. Um, so yeah, we'll wrap it up there. Hope you enjoyed and I'll be back in your ears next week.